0: Swan, Pindleby, Swan, bursting through Swan Hill. He's kicked, his third. He's made a difference in the Premiership quarter. Welcome back to the Premiership quarter. After a brief mid-season hiatus, we are back. We are back. I know. Um, obviously, we left a lot of people in the dark, didn't really give an official going away message, um, but sometimes you, you can't really appreciate what you have until it's gone. Great. Um That's So right. we're back. So we left you in um, the dark. We and did. We're back. We did leave you in the dark. Anyway, we're back. Um, and well, I can't really say it's been an interesting week of football this time. That's usually where I go to transition into our discussion. But it's Few been like games. three weeks of football. So. Oh well, we're talking just about. Well, it's been the buy rounds. Yeah, the the rounds. I'm not a big... Uh, it makes you appreciate. We have more. Correct. Yeah, so, and just exactly exactly what we've done in the last three weeks. We've, exactly. We've taken the show away. We've 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 made these people. Yeah. Think a lot about the Premiership Quarter. For sure. Think a lot about the things that are missing in their lives. Yeah, I've seen, obviously, city-based protests um, in favour. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, I've seen a few as well. Yeah, it's good. I um, don't know if the ones I'm seeing are the same as the ones you're seeing. Well, that'd are be, that'd be, that'd be uh, probably ideal if they weren't the same ones. Yeah. But anyway, we're back. The point is... We are back, um, and we're going to be reviewing this week's... And this, <laughs> this of time, Mars doesn't have homework to go home and do. Um, yeah. So, it doesn't really matter what time he's driving home. So, this week's go. Premiership Quarter episode is going to be four hours... <laughs> Pretty much uh, Strap yourselves in uh, Make yourself a cup of tea Or uh, I don't know Whatever you do With your time And um, yeah We're going to talk full. We're going to talk ball. Um, football Okay So uh, Geelong Geelong, Geelong Western Bulldogs um, Look I was Yeah I thought this was a good game But um, I, Look Some people said it was the game of the year so far uh, But that's usually what happens When Gary Rowan kicks a goal after the sign To win the game I'd say this is the game that made up for The disappointment that Melbourne Western Bulldogs Was yeah, true. Yeah, uh, no, uh, very uh, close to the top of the table clash yeah. delivered on all yeah, cylinders. Yeah, correct. Yeah, um, what didn't deliver on all cylinders was the crowd. Now, if we just briefly discuss that, um, seven thousand uh, people were allowed in, right? All locals. Yep. I don't know how they managed to place that, but all right, fine. Um, I don't know if there is some sort of face scanner which can tell if you are a Geelong.
1: Where yeah, that
0: technology hasn't actually um, reached Geelong yet. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a metropolitan thing. Anyway, so if it's yeah. so 7,000 people. They right, haven't so got eye should, that out there yet. Oh, okay. Right. Rural. But if you have um, if you have 7,000 people coming into the stadium, you assume that's because you can't have too many people in there. So what do you do? You spread them out. Yeah? Correct. They were all sitting in the same <laughs> place. So, <laughs> what is um, the point? I don't that? get the point. So Gil, I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, because I, I don't know where that... Well, I don't know what the idea behind that, what the rationale behind that was. Strange. But anyway, it was a fantastic game. And I'm glad that if, you know, there wasn't a lot going on, but at least there was 7,000 to to see Gary Rowan thought like that got Because yeah. I tell you what, it wouldn't have been anything more deflating than seeing the best game of the year finish with, with a, a goal yeah. after siren and no one there to celebrate it. Unless James, you could hear James really from the box. What makes those games so special is the crowd he's is the crowd, Without doubt. He saw the passion on Chris Scott, and he's got some critics, but he was going absolutely off. Um, and uh, But, you know, there, there was controversy. Um, Joel Selwood, we'll get to that in hot take. Bit of cowardly play, potentially. That's That's been in the news over the week. Mm. Um, but people saying Geelong, yeah, the other Premiership favourites, I'm, I'm tempted to agree with that. Yeah, you. same, yeah. Um, it's... it's Gonna be hard to look past them danger back into the outfit. Obviously, um, it seems now that they can afford injuries, and they're gonna have to because Mitch Duncan went down um, with what looked like a knee injury. I yeah, it in the, he just hold off in the third quarter. He's been one of their more consistent performers all year, so um, you hope he can get in form. Um, mm, there's no better. There's no better asset than availability, as they say. But uh, Tom Stewart was uh, bog, mm-hmm. uh, an all-time great game intercept marks. He absolutely lit him up. Um, he's such an underrated player. He just gets the job done. But, you know, you always see him streaming from half-back and he just starts plays. He started the, the player that won him the game. Good old Tommy Stewart. On the weekend. Um, he's a champ. Menegole stepped up, kicked two. Yep, got Well, I mean, he's very... He's a silky player. Manigola. He is a silky player. I don't think he's had the same consistency this year that he has had in previous years. Mm. But, um But just yeah, but one more the thing, the one thing on Tom Stewart. Almost double the amount of intercept possessions of every other player on the ground. So the that's second nice. highest was Zane Cordy and Bailey Williams at the Dogs, who each right. had eight. Yeah. Tom Stewart at 15. So um, if you, that that's 15 times the Bulldogs are losing the ball to Tom Stewart. Mm. So that's got to be a lesson that, you know, um, oppositions are now going to be taking on. Brisbane, who have got on this uh, Thursday, It's going to be a cracker of a game. Um, they've got to be taking that into consideration for sure. Um, but, you know... Uh, pretty much other other than that it was pretty much um, just standard performances from some of the best players in the competition Liberatore had 11 clearances he's in AA form a goal 30 touches McRae is pretty much a lock for most touches every week now at this point mm. I think it's like he's running at a 95 or 92% um, chance of having the most touches on the ground in every game Nuts. it's ridiculous um, just absolutely loving him yeah correct uh, Bont a goal 30 touches 7 tackles um you know, it's probably one of the rare games in which Bond goes off and they don't win. So that's a testament to Is he still Brownlow for you? I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it's... Geelong doesn't really have anyone to offer for the Brownlow. So, yeah. um, but they still obviously have some great performances. Isaac Smith had his best game. Um, Do we have any but, updates on the Aaron Norton situation Um, with his ribs went off uh, just before halftime? Well, this if we just think about that for a second... Think about what this issue now presents because I don't think that you should be rushing. For a team that's in premiership contention, definite, definite premiership contention and, and top two contention, Yeah, right. There, there's no rush to bring back your, your up-and-coming star, right? It would be probably smart to give him a week or however long he needs off, whether that's multiple. But now they're missing a tall forward. Now We all know what that means. <laughs> we all know what that means. So Jamara Ugalhavien is probably sitting in bed right now going, what? If he doesn't get picked, I would not be surprised if he walks into training on Friday morning and just king hits beverage. <laughs> if he just goes, That's it! Bang! Like, just, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Uh, the so audio, blows, the we'll audio blow, waves. Blowing the, the speakers, we've just We'll put a trigger warning for, for the 6 minute 40 mark, but. Um, that is. You go, no, but you got to ask. This has got to be his time. The only other alternative is bringing in Josh Shackey, who's had one game this year, and he's their last alternative. Um, he's been playing all right in, in the reserves, but, geez, if they bring him up after the forwards. This is his chance. This is Jamara's chance to cement his spot in the team, just like Callum Coleman-Jones has done for Richmond um, in the absence of a tall forward like mm. Tom Lynch or Aaron Norton. So um, There's plenty to unpack coming off that game. Now, uh, Gold Coast, Port Adelaide... Um, this is um, basically Gold I Coast... I don't get it anymore. ...prevented themselves from their lowest mm. score ever. This is their second lowest score ever, I'm pretty sure. You know what? That surprises me, honestly. They really... What was it? Four goals, seven they kicked, right? Four goals, seven. I, I think that only kicked... Was it Was it one? Just get a look at the summary. Was yeah. It, was it, yeah, was it two? It was two at half time. Two by th- fourth quarter. So, so you understand, they were looking at the lowest ever Gold Coast score. Mm. If I'm Turk Miller, I'm upset... I'm walking into he's the change in going, of "What am he's I a doing? A what do I have oh, yeah. to do every week? I've got two arms, two legs. I'm using my limbs to full capacity. Everyone else on the ground is not doing that, right? This is getting ridiculous. The bloke is—he's in brownlow form. Mm. He's 100 percent best runner in the competition, he's good, according to. you basically what Cripps did last year. It, it, you're just with the wrong team. Yeah, you're with the wrong team. But he's finally starting to get some appreciation. I mean, it's easy for a Paddy Cripps to get appreciation playing at a at a powerhouse like Carlton and an institution. But if you're playing at Gold Coast, yeah. it's not easy to get recognition. The only player that's really ever got any recognition out there is Matt Rowe, and we know why he got the recognition he did. Yeah. Took Miller has been playing for a while now. I've been saying he's always a very solid team. He's in your first. He's your first choice Super Coach midfielder. So. Um, that's saying something. but He's just been so consistent. But, like, I mean, not to bring up super Coach too much, but I, you, I was looking at the percentage of players in each team, right? Tuuk Miller is one of the highest, um, highest-priced players yeah. in the game, probably top... Seven or eight, yeah, and he's in about zero point two percent teams. Even though he's averaging one hundred and thirty weeks, right. so it's like, well, the, the blokes, yeah, people not know uh, about the bloke, one hundred and thirty or something. You got to be mad at that. But um, Robbie Gray unlucky in his two fiftieth game went off injured. Um, I'm pretty sure that would have been to your delight. Didn't even play two quarters. You and Robbie haven't always had a good relationship. No, not at all. I believe. Um, but uh, Port were pretty clinical. I'd say uh, Ollie Wines. 43 touches one shy of the club record yes that's correct said by Peter Bergen I believe Um, potentially but um, he had nine turnovers but for the most he was was pretty solid and he's just he's become their their go-to midfielder over Traveball yeah yeah. correct and every team needs one Um, you don't where you get the pill from Uh, but Connor Rosie is back into the form he showed last year he's kicked eight goals in two games now um, so that's that's that, that's what you want from Port he's either going to be a major trade asset in the future or the lead the future of this team yeah um, without doubt so he's in blistering form um, Stevie Motlop still got it he was probably best on ground for me two goals 26 touches yeah um, right. I mean what the hell the guy's like 30 years old for, you know yeah. for a long other time he's People look at him and go, Oh yeah, he's the flashy guy that kicks the crazy goals of the Motlop surname. But yeah. he's actually a valuable asset to this team. Yeah, agreed. Um Ben King just wanted to discuss this one quickly. If you have a look at his have a look at his performance, right? I mean, if you have a look at his stat line. He's really doing nothing. It's besides it's great. I mean, it's goals, yeah, sure, that's what he's yeah. being recruited for, but he's not doing anything else. He's doing yeah. the absolute bare minimum. So he's having three two goals. touches. Three exactly. Touches. So I mean he's running at a 66% efficiency <laughs> disposal equaling a goal. We could say Harry I did brain. the same thing this week. The bloke didn't have more than two touches. But the good forwards a, a in half-timer. the game, the good forwards in the game, the ones that are actually in in the running for the Coleman, they mm. don't just kick goals. Yeah. They present, mm. they assist. Ben King doesn't do any of that. So whilst it's hard to criticize a bloke that's twenty years old, um, given we are the same age and uh probably couldn't do what he's doing um but you know he's been paid a $100,000 100, a year he's today's. got to do better than that if yeah. he either wants to make himself an attractive trade asset and to and to increase his value because for me he's not doing enough at present to become the world rounded forward and, and even though Max King can't kick goal straight he's having a crack um but yeah Port too good um but the question is, remains whether they can actually beat a solid the team. Mm. They 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 feast on the on the crap teams, but when it comes for them to show up, they don't really. Um, North and Brisbane. I thought this was a good game. Yeah, it hurt though. Yeah, no one game. wanted Brisbane to win. Yeah, look, no one ever does. North North really did put up a great fight, and they went into um, they went to halftime in the lead yeah. actually. Um, Jesus. Yeah. It, you you don't see North leading a, a team like Brisbane or any oh, This doesn't up make any in, sense up in top eight. Um but as I've said from the get go, I, I think North have some real potential. Like there's there's a reason why I did back North and a couple of those games early on and thought I was an absolute idiot for it. But yeah, I think I think there are some players that can step up like a Simkin and Zeebel's been really good all season, but they've got Cunnington, they've got wise heads around these young up and coming players. Well, they're finding spots for players. Yeah. yeah they Jack are. Siebel's and obviously reinvented there's himself. There's a potential there. And it's just that they haven't got the legs to last the whole game. And no, they and don't. Their yeah. fourth quarters are really, really shabby. Like, they only kicked the one goal three. Yeah. They don't, I don't think they have the polish up forward yet. I mean, yeah, that's th- right. for me, Jaden Stevenson's not doing enough. Yeah. Um, like, he was obviously brought across, and there was massive outrage surrounding that, given what, given how Collingwood treated him, and given that he was a rising star only three years ago. But I did see him send um, a torp mid game. That From was that 50. was entertaining, and that's great to see him bringing the barrel back. And he seems to be one of the only ones that are willing to. But a goal, ten touches, I think he needs to do a little bit more yeah. um, for this team. But you know, he's still a, he's a solid contributor. Um, LDU Luke Davies uniak needs to do a little bit more for me. He's he, just to get into that top tier. He's he's almost breaking through. But you know, the player who has broken through obviously is Jai Simkin who. Many are saying will be the future captain, only 23 years of age, averaging around 30 touches. Yeah, it's nuts. And then obviously, you see Ben Cunnington, who I just would never want to match up against ever. Mm. Um, Because you're not coming off. Yeah, there's there's wives at the club. You're coming off second best every time. I think they're heading in a good direction, North. I think the next two years will be interesting for the club. They've got some good youth. Yeah. Um, Marnie, Lazaro, great players up and coming. Um, Bit of flash there. Yeah, we'll try Bit to see Lazaro next week. Uh for sure. Um but you know there's there's um there's a lot to hope, there's a lot to be happy about. Powell they've got as well at north. Um this is usually what happens, you know. Yeah. If you if you're down for so long, inevitably you're gonna come back up. You can't go down any further. Interestingly um, in the mid season draft they've instead of looking for some older they went with older, older players Edwards, was it I believe. It, yeah, and um they went with Charlie Ham as well. So right so, again, they've gone for the younger players. They've selected some youth to to combine with that youth that was taken out of the draft and some of those younger players. Obviously, there were a few missed due to COVID and complications. So I reckon that's a smart decision from them. Yeah, I, I think I think it's, it's a, a great decision. Yeah, I feel like you would only bring in mature players if you needed if you were a premiership team and you just needed that your premiership-contending team. And you needed that extra finesse. Yeah. Yeah, um, they, they've acknowledged the rebuild. Yeah, this these guys are not going for for players who are going to be out in two months. Uh, yeah. or, or this, yeah, it's, it's not, this point, I don't think North are going to end up on the bottom this season. I don't, I don't think they will. Mm. I think they'll really recover. Discussion uh, of who will. Yeah, I think I think the Hawks are in. Hawks, Collingwood, yeah, Carlton, Gold Coast, maybe. Sydney was it last week or the week uh, before? Yes, yeah, that was mm-hmm. that, well, that was their best game of the season. But yeah. on a Brisbane, who actually did win the game. <laughs> um, I just say there's not much to discuss about Brisbane, to be honest. Well, uh, look, Neil back in some good form. But
1: Neil good and Lyons
0: as a, as a as a double header have massive potential. You add McCluggage into that who was actually in brown low form for a fair few weeks and arguably still is. He had 31 touches. So I just think the team that they field the team that they fielded and to only kick 68 points yeah. against the bottom well, four. side not get, there's a discussion so that they're bad. not they're not getting enough bang for their buck out of their forward no. line. Um, if you have a look who they got out their forward line they've got massive talent. You've got Hipwood Danaher yeah. you've got Cameron Right, your Zach Bailey, who's turned into their X Factor this season, by the way, he is a player who I would be throwing heaps of money at. Um, just I'd just be I'd just go to the bank and just take everything out and throw it at him. Needs no, um, a proper haircut. If he takes it, if if he doesn't, no worries. I'm not really interested. Um, but Lincoln McCarthy as well, they've got small forwards, they've got everything. Um, and they got aggression, as much as I don't want to say at Mitch Robinson, they've got people there. Um, but for some reason, Mathi- they're not getting enough. John Matheson in there with Robinson. The self proclaimed barometer of the Brisbane footy club. It's a good um, combo. There really is. But yeah, but they're not getting enough out of Hipwood Danaher. No. If you compare that to Rowan, Hawkins, and Cameron, and then Kennedy, Darling, and Allen, they're not getting enough out of their, their double threat or their I triple think Hipwood's doing his job. It's just that. I don't Dana, think Danaher. Danaher's. Danaher's I mean, well, you don't think, but you know that Danaher's rubbish. Yeah, exactly. He's been rubbish. It's, I, it's horrible. I agree. I, I don't. Yeah. I never saw the need to bring him up there. I think they they gave up too much for him in doing so, and yeah. it was a waste. Um, GWS Carlton, um, actually, I don't know whether they did give up too much because he was a free agent. Yeah, he was. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think I think he just left. Didn't he just want to go? Yeah, did no. The oh, no, Bombers got compensation. No Brisbane didn't give right. much up. Um, um, but no, GWS Carlton, right? Um, look, a very Carlton-esque performance here. It was um, GWS led out from of the gates, mm. smashed five goals in the first quarter. You you it's see come, come a, cons- back. a consistent lead up until about half time. Carlton kicked four straight, give Carlton supporters hope. Last quarter comes. They take it away. GDRS kicked five goals straight, run away with the game. That's that's the story of the game. There's nothing more to talk there about. Is, I'm sick of this team. I'm leaving the club. There's <laughs> some I believe there's some university research being conducted on a correlation between Carlton supporters and divorce rates in Melbourne. Divorce, do you reckon? In general, family dysfunctionality, but so they're saying that partners that go for Carlton or at least where one one member is a Carlton supporter, yeah, it's very likely that that's going to end in a grisly divorce. Interesting. What's the correlation? Looking at about 0.91 there. Yeah, it's very there. very high. Um, obviously, some esteemed. Um, Professor, uh, Professor uh, John Johnson. Professor Greg. Jonathan Brown. <laughs> Professor Jonathan <laughs> Brown. Yeah, he's heading up that study, obviously. Yeah, right. Uh, Brown. He's actually—it's—it's it, it's known fact that he's writing his PhD with a beer in hand <laughs> at all times, <laughs> and he's actually leaning back in his chair the whole time. Yeah, and, and he's uh, typing and Rui, with one hand. Rui's next to him, and Gary Lyon is—he's not happy with anything that's being ha- done in the yeah. paper. He's just there. Yeah. Gary Lyon's he's, like a little line words in Microsoft's Supervisor. Word. He's the PhD supervisor. Yeah, Gary Lyon. Yeah. Gareth. Um, Assuming that he's doing a PhD because he's already a doctor, supposedly, or professor. Gary. He's a, no, Jono. Oh, right, Jono. Jono's already a professor and we're saying he's doing a I PhD. Didn't, when, I, when I thought of that line, I didn't think it was going to go for two minutes. Moving on. Moving on. Um, Toby Green, top... Five-player in the comp? I hate Probably. his guts. Um, <laughs> he got suspended because he <laughs> threw a low blow at someone. I can't it remember was, who um, was, but... It was... uh Defender was his name. Uh, What's it to you? That's it. No, um, it's not. I get the name now. I know. But it hold on. It's Newman. Uh, yes, correct. Um, But Green, talk about forwards who don't just kick goals. Four goals, two, 20 touches. Almost. And he had a couple of goal assists in there as well. So... If I'm Toby Green I'm thinking with Canelio due to come back into the team I'm thinking I deserve to retain that captaincy I've shown I at a time after Canelio went out GWS were almost had, almost had the worst record in the competition his captaincy I think has arguably lifted them back into a place where they're now contending for a final spot they're one win out of the eight that's nuts that is, is I think nuts. it's one of the most impressive returns we've seen so I don't I never actually expected Carlton to win this game but Toby Green, I think, now has to be considered up there with the with the competition's elite. He's a definitely top 10 player, arguably top 5, and he's the mm-hmm. most skilled player alongside Dustin Martin, for me at least. Um, Jeez, but I, he, just doesn't, he just doesn't have the midfield, obviously, endurance that a Bond and a Petrarca. He doesn't have the size, but he's got more skill than all of them combined, personally. Um, but... Jeremy Finlayson stepped up kick five straight obviously they lost Cameron they need some yep. sharp shooters um they just pulled out another Jeremy um yeah right yeah. um but Tim Taranto also um on the GWS praise train I think he's definitely um definitely Brownlee contentionally had what you might call a triple-double in basketball terms here yeah right he had 24 touches 11 marks 12 tackles the triple-double um, indeed so Timothy well done um if you're, a, I mean, oh, oh, there's a lot to guy. We're going to eat hot day. We're going to get to Carlton because there's just there's just so much going wrong at the moment. Um, and you guys are slowly becoming more embroiled in turmoil than Collingwood is, and that's saying something in a year like this. Maybe not as much at a, or more so at a football level, I think, than an administrative level. But yeah, the, the focus on there's, the, there's our two clubs. The focus is so intense just because it's a, of the heritage. It's a skewed focus, but when there's heritage there as soon as expectations aren't met there's going to be uproar whereas yeah. with, with Gold Coast we go hey it's Gold Coast yeah no worries but they got a tan it's a Carlton Football cool. Club and especially when this has been going for 30 years yeah, um, yeah I don't know but you know, you're seeing some passion from some players Matt Owies I think he's been a great addition to your team I think he starts 95% of the fights yeah, in I, the game I'm really happy with him I, I, at the I, moment play for the jumper um, but you just see Matt DeBoer who Obviously, he's the best hater in the competition. Um, look who we took out of the game. Sam Walsh only had 20 touches. It's impressive. That's impressive. And Sam Walsh is it's an still outside runner. It's still 20. It's still 20, but the effect of them was so minimal. Yeah. He just didn't really do much for me. Like, it was, you know, he didn't, not many tackles, not it many It goes marks, to show you. Only one mark. It, it, 14. It, I was having a discussion earlier in the week with another footy fanatic by the name of Spencer Brown. Um, um Spencer. We were we discussing how Carlton seems to just capitulate when their star that they rely on, they're, they're, isn't there yeah, forming. the star isn't there providing. Everyone else capitulates around them. There's no one that can stand up. There's no one with balls. No one with guts just to just to take take the uh, take what's uh, take the reins. Take the reins. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, take the reins and lead the show. Jack Martin. Um, one of the most, one of the highest-paid players in the competition. Another horrific signing. Only having eleven touches. No scoreboard pressure whatsoever. I don't. I don't think Jake Martin is the one we should be talking about here. Uh, Zach Williams mm. had eleven touches. Tom. I well, obviously, there's been. We'll get to this later, but there's been an internal review of your club called. Um, yeah. Um. I think that might, be, the, Zach, the Zach Williams trade might be one of the reasons why they've called this because. I cannot think of a worse use of eight hundred, eight yeah. hundred and fifty thousand dollars or nine hundred thousand man might be. That's incredible. Right? It's insane. Lloyd Maddie Lloyd said on Footy Classified the other night that they took him off the back of a prelim final performance. And I know the one he's talking about because I was crying at the end of it. It was a twenty nineteen prelim when Zach Williams was best on ground and he took an underdog GWS into the grand final by defeating Collingwood. He was the best player on the ground that day. It was ridiculous. He had a goal, he 25 touches, 6 tackles, he was everywhere. But on the back of that one performance, he somehow managed to earn himself an $850,000 contract in one of the most famous clubs in all of Australia. I'm wondering what in the world list management and Carlton's doing. Mm. You know, you don't sign someone off the back of a great performance by that logic. Every club would be lining up at Jake Stringer's doorstep throwing a milli at him. Mm. I I don't get it. We'll hopefully find out. Potentially, what 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 changes are going to come in the next couple of I'm, I'm guessing we're going to talk about that later. For sure. In hot take It'll about, about Teague's future, because this week could be the Teague train stopping all stations um, to the tip, departing, um, departing, and never, yeah, never no, stopping. Sorry, dead. not taking passengers as a Carlton fan. Look, we'll answer that in hot take. Mm. We'll go into that hot take. Uh, Essendon-Hawthorn. Now, this game was played out at the uh, University of Tasmania Stadium. I'll tell you uh, what. Due to protocol, COVID. As much as you want to talk crap about it, that stadium and everything about it, I'll, I'll tell you right now, that was an absolute ripper game mm. to watch. That oh. was awesome. Awesome. Tick-for-tack all on. the way through the third and fourth quarter. Hold on. Here's the thing. Actually, you know what? We'll save it for a hot take, but... What I want to discuss is Tasmania and how they haven't got their own team yet. For me, blows my mind. I think I, I really think they should. We'll discuss the logistics of that. Tasmania in a seems second. as popular as um, you know, Jake Stringer. Congratulations, Hutt-tacks. obviously had his career game. You might not say a better stat line than that all season. Four goals, twenty-nine touches, seven tackles. The package um, is back. Uh, it has been delivered. Sendel, um he was was prolific um, Jake Stringer and that also raises a bunch of questions about his trade value obviously he's out of contract whether he's going to sign, he's a little bit older, he's a premiership player that adds some value I think to any player but um, it just shows that he's got this ridiculous talent there's obviously comparisons made between him and Dugowie, they're often players where their best is the best and their worst is just putrid and it's all about trying to achieve a more consistent medium. I think Jake's probably having a bit of a renaissance this year, though, so well done to him. And I think, you know, he's really been part of the fire yeah. that's been lit at um, He's been great. Not narcissist arsonist uh, in any way, but just, you know, a good player at football. But what, um, if I, what if I told you that the team we thought was going to finish on the bottom of the ladder is one game out of the eight? Yeah, right. Um, what if I told you at the start of the season, yeah, the, the is going to make effect. the eight. It is Denny Bryan effect. Um, The man who did sign on for another two years, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Had some offers from Gold Coast thrown at him. Um, Lazaro signed on for two years as well, I found out today. Another two years on top. Through the grapevine. Through the grapevine. Um, Caught up for coffee with him today. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Coffee order was... I went for the Macchiato. We're not really interested. Listeners aren't... As much as you'd like to think. i was just going to give you his order afterwards as well. Oh, I was looking for his order first. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll throw it in then. I'll throw it in. He went for the almond latte. Now, viewers, we can roast the absolute living crap out of him here. Look, so just I, bomb the comments. Bomb the... <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear about it. Almond milk or... Or um, anything. Like, What do what, what you, um, you take in your coffee? That's our, our question this what week. What do you go? I, I felt like you were about to say you like almond milk. No no I don't like almond were know. you going to roast that water? because I was for up. me that's an interesting it's an interesting that they call it milk um yeah it comes from almonds um <laughs> but um look I, I don't I've, I work in a cafe um and I you know I make some coffees I drink a lot more than I make but what I found is that I just I, the original is the best now the while, original <laughs> <laughs> the cow's milk just that one just the standard full have you ever tried goats no, no, haven't. No, no. Um not not really. I've never been so put off being like, "Geez, this milk is just not good enough." Milk, yeah. I've always just thought it was solid. Like, have you ever had water and gone, "Yeah, water's not good enough for me anymore." I want okay. flavored water, cow water, almond water, almond water. Right. Look, um, no matter what he orders, he's an absolute champion of a bloke. Good guy, um, and friend we hope of to have him quarter, but on the but almond latte. Show next don't week. know about it, but. Look actually you know what? It's the most popular after full cream these days. So I'm yeah. gonna put my hands up. Yeah, put your hands up. And uh we'll get. you know I'll be taking over the podcast from now on, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Mitchell Tom Mitchell also had a ripper game. He's back to his best form. Um a goal, thirty six touches, eight tackles. Um but it's just not enough to get Hawthorne over the line. Hawthorne I think it just never The Bloke drunk. does it every They're week. We've seen it over and over again but I mean this was boring. a good performance Hawthor- <laughs> 36 touches and a goal boring <laughs> Tom you suck if you're hearing uh, it's, no, like, it's ridiculous that we can even say that he's a brown low medalist um, I think uh, he's the two Miller at the club if I was him I I, I it's an interesting discussion of, if you're him do you, do you try and leave um, yeah I'd say so I'd try to go to Geelong if I was him He'd be a great fit fitter, John. Okay, we're going to talk salary cap space, Must. No. They... No, I'm not talking about salary cap space. I'm talking about just where would fit. All right. And yeah, I think he okay. would fit a Geelong. But we're trying to keep this discussion re- marginally realistic here on the Prevage <laughs> Quarter. We're not just going to send him to a team that's not only meeting the requirements for the salary cap space, but is currently blowing Dylan McLaughlin's head off. Because <laughs> 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 they're taking everyone. Okay, okay. In terms of the teams that would fit him, would you say Melbourne? Tom Mitchell is a high disposal player. He doesn't he, he doesn't get a lot of metres gained. It's predominantly handball, but he's a hard runner, so he's going to fit in most teams because he's not. But he shouldn't. But what I'm saying is he doesn't need to be in a team where he's required to be a star player. I don't yeah. think that's helping him. I think even when he did it for Hawthorne in the year he won the Brownlow, they weren't a fixture in the finals really. Um, so it shows that He can have as many touches As he likes Not getting them anywhere He needs to go to a team Where he's not expected To be the number one guy mm. um, If you're asking me The Carlton Football Club Would work perfectly um, If they keep Cripps They can keep Crips Obviously as your As your As your Bond type player And bring in Mitchell As your McRae um, I mean you already have Walsh But you need more People touching the ball Yeah And um, he's got the bulk That Walsh doesn't have at this Agreed point. And the development And yeah. the expertise Yeah but yeah, if I'm if I'm Tom Mitchell, I'm wondering. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm a household name. I'm a Brownlow medalist. Do I ride out my career with the Hawks and become an all time great at the club, or do I try and get out and actually have a crack at playing in a premiership? I oh, personally, I'm going the latter. Um, Nick Hind is the signing of the year, in my opinion. Yep. This guy, um, obviously, Essendon lost Adam Sard to you to your mob. Um, it was a big discussion at the time, but he is a player. Um, who really they? You got him for pay, they got him for peanuts. I think it was a, yeah. a late pick, um, maybe in the fifties or something. He had a goal in twenty five touches, but he's arguably faster than Saad, and he's happy to play his role. <laughs> um, uh, again, Carlton's lost out on what should have been Carlton win deal. Yeah, you know? exactly. So he's lose Carlton win. Obviously, you gave up. I think. I think you gave up pick. Oh, actually no I can't remember what you gave up yeah, um, yeah there were two picks or something I think field. you gave up pick eight yeah. and that's Nick Cox God who many are saying is going to be the rising star Um, that hurts it seems like the Carlton Football Club have no clue what they're ever doing with <laughs> trading we, we, we just no clue <laughs> we just brought in two of the crappest players of all time I thought Sarve was great in the first game or first two games but <laughs> Jesus Christ Jesus oh that poor it bloke. It's now time for one of our all-time favourite segments. Hot tape. If you think about it, it's actually sort of our only segment at the moment. That's right. It's a, That's why it's our all-time favorite segment. Doing the hot first. tape. Okay, they heard it the first time. <laughs> hot tape. Hot tape. First all right. question your, of the day. Why don't you just ask me all the questions today? Oh, well. You know, I'm in a talkative mood. You are half asleep. <laughs> you can't <laughs> say that about me. <laughs> you, can't you can't say that. All right? You and your bloody culture kings. Good okay. Hey, hey, I like retro basketball jerseys. Leave me alone. Basketball is not the sport on topic today. It's a good point. All right? Talk to me. Football is. And... I want to hear about it. Has the Teague train departed toot toot that's what I've got here down my notes <laughs> Yeah, had a bit extra there too but look, this week is a big week for the football hey S- stop talking sorry Mr. Talkative is this Teague's last week if he if the Cardiff Blues lose to Adelaide Cross? it's not um, because I think yeah, we've seen one mid-season coaching departure already I don't think it does wonders for the culture of your club um, so if anything it makes the team win <laughs> well yeah supposedly so at least you get one win on the board um, so you yeah, know we should just, look my dad said it last week we should just hire hire a I'll new coach fire him hire him seven day contract we'll pay seven days worth hire a new coach and then we'll, and then we'll just run them in memorial videos the yeah. whole week yeah thanks Teggy thanks Vossy thanks Leppich just everyone we can go through You want a contract? <laughs> you want a contract? have been You busy for the next 7 to 12 days? Jump in If you felt like your <laughs> contributions to the game football hasn't been respected enough come coach the Carlton Football Club One well, week only Point is, okay, destroyed. Okay, point is Sorry. The team train was an experiment He was a young inexperienced coach they brought him on um, Obviously there was a lot of hype He did well at the start um, but you guys haven't cracked the final since he's been in charge um, and Yep there's really not much to show for, her, unfortunately. And at the moment, in the after all these trade moves have been made, so many draft mistakes, a couple of highlights here and there, Weter and Walsh, Mackay is in career best form, you guys haven't been able to string anything together. And if you guys finish seventeenth or eighteenth this season, which you are now in danger of finishing in those spots, I genuinely think the Teague Train is 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 uh he's ready to be pulled up for good because I just don't you can't continue it anymore at this stage it, it, the guy it, it, there's no defensive coaching and I know you can't put that down 100% to him but he really um, promoted a more offensive style of game a more show time strategy he said people come to the footy they want to see goals it's like alright you mate but they want to see wins too gotta you gotta have, have defence for that and there's just too many mistakes I don't think the players believe in him as much as they need to and I don't see enough people. I don't see enough people dying for the shirt. I don't see yeah. enough emotion. I yet. want That's death right. on the field. Mm. Great call. Great place um, on that packed. Uh, should Joel Selwood have been given? Uh, Joel Selwood was given a two thousand dollar fine for scratching Bailey Dale in the face when he was vulnerable, had his arms pinned. Do you think that a two thousand dollar fine is enough? for an act like that no I don't think it's enough I think he deserves it at least a week yeah for sure I mean it's high contact what about a bloke in that position that he is he's a bloody captain of a football club that's the thing I, I mean Chris Scott came out and defended him of course he did but like he's your captain but I I felt Joel Selwood always had a tendency to do this sort of stuff you know duck um, weave you know weave do little nifty shifty things behind the ball mm. um, you know he's involved in a lot of scuffles I mean he will die for the shirt and he's been a great captain there's no denying that but I'm sorry I, I that was a week or a multiple $2,000 fine that's pennies to him mm. um, and what needs to what the only thing that really hurt is a reputational damage which I think the media is taking care of yep. Um. that's usually their job mm. but I mean to, I mean we're talking about he's got his arm pinned at the bottom of a three four person game tackle um geez, that was bad for a second. um I didn't know where that was going to go but he's prostrate on the ground arms pinned prostate prostrate <laughs> until you're lying down on the ground that's what I require 45 in English um but he's lying down, prostrate, indefensible, vulnerable. The worst word. And he has his arm, <laughs> and His eyes are raked and gouged by Joel Selwood. Joel, yeah. do better. Um, do better. <laughs> James Conn. Shout out um, to James Conn. Uh, and Tommaso Durante. A question for you. We've had a lot of games played in the Tasmania. Oh, yes. The Tasmania, little nugget of Australia. The mayor of Tas. Should we have a Tasmanian team that lives and breathes down there? On the double. On the double. There it is. Ready? There it is. Extra kilojoules. Um, I. Look, this is no brainer at this point. And the thing is, personally, I I would offer a, a, a solution which probably no one would go with because it doesn't necessarily make logistical sense. But for me, I don't see why Gold Coast needs to remain a team in the AFL. There it is. There's not much there. Send them down south. You reckon? They went up there. They 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 you know they expanded there for financial reasons, but there have been about eight or nine teams sporting franchises in gold in the history of the Gold Coast that have been started and have been folded within 20 years. Yeah. They don't really have any major... Um, they don't have teams in the A-League, the NRL anymore. They all fold, eventually, because Gold Coast, although a nice seaside town, <laughs> <laughs> which I would love to frequent, yeah, I wish is not like a, a sporting podcast. hub, because... I, I just, it's money hungriness, right? Yeah. That's not a phrase at all, but I'm saying, so I agree, say people understand where you're looking for. Avarice, whatever you want to go with, it's Scrooge-like, all right? It's not good enough. Go to where the demand is. Go to where the actual desire is. No one wants to see the AFL selling its soul to try and expand um, to, you know, to a tourist spot. Right. go to Tassie. They don't have a sporting team in any major league. I mean, they what? They got the Hobart Hurricanes and the Big Bash. Good on you, mate. Two weeks. Put so on much. a purple shirt. Got on you with a H on it. But you know, give them something. Give them the Tassie Tigers. Give them the uh, the Tigers already taken up blue. Yeah. Uh, but maybe the Tassie Devils. That would make sense. Would not it? Would Tassie Devils? But that Bring doesn't them in. work because the Melbourne, huh? Are demons. They're demons. Devil? The devil? The devil is the same as the demon. It's semantically not. There's difference. They're not the same word. Do we have I to look that deep? Supposedly, my computer thinks we need to. Um, we will we'll do that in the next segment. <laughs> that hurts. Of um, looking deeper. Anyway. With Tom Gilbert. Right. But, yeah, no. Tasmania needs to come out of your team. But the problem is, how would you do it? Because they've obviously went Gold Coast to GWS and they got massive draft concessions. You've got to plan this stuff. There's got to be heaps of money. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know what'll happen. But, uh, yeah, it's sorted. What about everyone that goes to the Gold Coast, Tom? Huh? Uh, I'm happy to put my hand up to have a chat with them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm I'm thinking pros and cons here, but all right, fine. If we keep the Gold Coast, in no, there's a lot of logistical. There's, been, stuff a lot, that's there's been, really been a lot. There's been a lot of injuries. Okay, they you know what? You know the problem with Gold Coast is they're paying kids to go up there. You know, players in the Gold Coast are earning more than. It. What they would be earning at other teams because they're being paid to stay in Gold Coast. It's a chore to AFL players. Mate, it's right? not a chore to me. I'd sit up there for the rest of my life. Exactly, but what about as soon as you want to start a family, right? You want to start a family up in the Gold Coast? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, no, nah, no, nah, I know. We're talking about, about, about a bunch of lit, blokes yeah. who, you know, we're not making two fifty grand a day. Yeah. Neither is any AFL player, I believe, but. That would be a lot of money. Um, <laughs> look, the point is, I think Gold Coast isn't really where the f- true footy demand is, Tassie is. So, where they need to bring a nineteenth team in and just have a buy round? One team has a buy each round. That's much so better. Shit. Oh, much better than having f- freaking three buy rounds as bank smack in the middle of the season. Well, they don't need to have three buy rounds. They can have. Can they have two? I just the buy rounds annoy me as much as it. As we said at the top of the program, it does make you appreciate it more. If one team had, if you had a bye each once a season, you know, Collingwood, I know my buy is round nine, ten. Cool. No worries. But I'm playing every other one, round. I don't think that's a problem. I think it's a better solution. Because, I mean, the, the AFL is a stubborn organisation. I don't know if it's going to admit that it's, it's, um, Didn't they used to have that? It's baby. Didn't, it, sorry, was that not a thing? The Gold Coast Because Gold Coast and yeah, GWS... it was free, It was free yeah, year. They were two, yeah. they separate, two years. So yeah, they made right. the call already that that probably isn't the best solution. So, freaking rethink <laughs> your entire life and come back to me. <laughs> come with on, another guys. Hot I'm not pack. happy. So, next question: Should we have a play-in tournament? Oh. <clears throat> All right. So, for those of you who don't know, the NBA introduced a thing this year called a play-in tournament, um, where well, conventionally the top eight teams in each conference go through to like the playoffs. Similar to how we run in the AFL, um, and they introduced a to playing tournament where, from seventh to tenth, the, the teams seven, eight, nine, and ten play their own little mini tournament to qualify for the finals. So, if you're a ninth or tenth, oh right, if you're a ninth or tenth, it's so like a relegation playoff. What relegation? No, not uh, sort word. of yes, but, but it's yeah, a playoff. What, what I'm saying is ninth and tenth. Ninth and tenth can actually make it through. Yeah, yeah. It, they sort of do that in the soccer with European qualifier placing so if you finish sixth yes right yeah you you still you, you still have it. the opportunity exactly. I don't think it's the worst idea it disincentivizes things like tanking obviously those playing games are massive. you have an extra round mm. um, in I think it would be insane to have seventh play tenth and eighth play ninth yeah or something like that and sort it out that way and almost you have like your own little mini finals just to get into the finals. It also means, you know, more supporters are going to be invested later in the season. And instead of the race being for 8th, you've got the race being for 10th. Now you've got a team like Collingwood, for example, who has, for the most part of the season, been horrific. Now starting to make a slight charge back has actually gone from 17th to 15th in the space of two weeks. They win a couple more games. They could be up at 12th. Then reaching 10th is more realistic than reaching 8th which is well out of Collingwood's reach or Carlton's reach so it means that if you, you can you know teams aren't losing hope I think it would be best for footy if that we had a play in tournament I reckon it's under yeah I agree of time. it's just thinking about um, where when when the games would be played so when, through when, the round yeah, yeah. That, no, the round would that you'd add the round in right so it'd be hard to schedule for sure you'd then have a break before finals. This team would have That would be the buy round, I reckon. Or. Well, no, because that's post. This is I, gonna be post- I'm not 100% season. sure if they. If the AFL went with the playing tournament where they'd call up Tom Gilbert and Massacquire to le- just order a logistical. Well, you know what? We're, we're happy out. to. We're, yes, we're happy to. Um, we're happy to. Really happy, to take, right now. happy to, it to take on. We're going to take on work at the moment. Um, yeah, there's not much going on for us. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, if you guys. Um, well that's sorted out, we're happy to. But uh, um, No, I, I think it's best for business. Then you have what you have your six teams at the bottom. Yeah, when is when is this all played? That's hey, a, that's my question to you. We'll sort it out. I wanna know. I oh, well I don't what know. Have time uh, maybe to talk uh, about uh, it. What, what have we got? What, have we got? what have Yeah, five yeah, minutes we're... five minutes to talk about this? May as well. It's interesting. Alright, well when would have you played? Yeah, round twenty three, right? Then currently there's a, a buy round and then there's the first round of finals. So I guess you had to have that, and there's no more buy round. Because already, right. already some teams are saying... Are you you're saying... Out. So which teams play off in this scenario? So the way it would work is you'd have seven plays ten and eight plays nine. Oh, so those two... That seventh and eighth spot are not solid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. So the two remaining places in the in the top eight are fought out by the, the the four teams outside of the six. six Actually, teams. hold on. No, that's not how the play-in tournament worked. It was my mistake. But I think this is why we couldn't do it exactly like the way the NBA did it, because otherwise the oh, game But I think your system that you just suggested there was fine. Yeah, no, I think that's how they would do it. Um, Seven plays, ten, and eight plays, nine. Yeah. That's how we, we would probably do it. The NBA had seven plays, eight, and the winner of that goes through and yeah. then 9 plays 10, and then the winner of 9 and 10 plays the loser of 7 and 8 for the last spot. Right. But that's another game, and obviously the We're turnaround ahead. AFL yeah. compared to that's NBA is not possible. That'd so two weeks. Um, yeah. I just think 7 and 10, 8 and 9. I mean, the only logistical failure in all this is if what if 10 finishes on 50 premiership points, and was, what if set, the 7th place team finishes on 50 premiership points the 10th place team finishes on 20? Eight Premiership points, and then somehow tenth win—that's pretty rough. Yeah. So in that case, that might make sense to do this modified scenario. But then again, it makes it all the more important to constantly be on your to put your best foot forward to try and get the top six spot. I think it. I think think it's rough that you're making seventh. Who's someone who was basically in the eight. Well you can't mm-hmm. you can't make three you can't make four teams play off of one final spot. Yeah, no I'm saying um I think it's really rough that like seventh is gonna have to play a game before the week of finals. You know? Like the 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 break week where, the, where these teams deserve a break, you know, they, they need to rest from the May season to really get their team going. These guys A lot are, of and a lot of teams are actually saying a lot of um, coaches and footy bosses are saying to, they don't want that because it's too long. So in actuality it could benefit them they've been going every week anyway well I think it's a good pre prepos- uh, a good proposition proposition sorry it's a prep you can use a preposition if you want that's fine in your speech we can whack it in there or your text um, but it's a great proposition I think and um, it's definitely something for the AFL to think about the AFL needs money yeah they the money. do need money and seem, it games. seems like that's a recurring More theme money. for Gil McLaughlin now we're going to go Gil. we're going to jump straight into round what round is it this week preview uh, round 15 round 15 preview in our next segment You'd be surprised how long it took us to get that right. Um, round 15, brisbane Geelong. Um, I was actually was expecting to breeze through the sorry, Friday, Thursday match. Can I just what have a look at that? Yeah. Why am I seeing Brisbane as the favourites for this game? Because um, the Gabba, I assume. That's... Bold. That is very bold. And they've called free money. That's, um, that's obviously a computing mistake. Um... <laughs> Geelong, After last week's performance, get on now. $2.19, Geelong. In his um, opinion, that is not financial advice. This is financial advice. <laughs> we are trusted, uh, qualified financiers, um, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Um, take our advice and sue us if Geelong lose. Um, <laughs> actually, don't, please. Um, we're not financial advisors. Anyway, look, no, Geelong, did Geelong win? Does the home court advantage play anything here? No, not at all not at all. Are you serious? I, I, I think Geelong, okay, I get Geelong are good, but Brisbane are four points behind them. It's not I've got a feeling there's going to be some kind of controversial tackle. I'll, I think it's going to be a brawl, 100%. It's, it's going, going to be a brawl, because there, 100% there it's will really be a picking up when I'm putting it down here, Cag. Okay? <laughs> what? I've got this feeling there's going to be some kind of controversial tackle right as the siren goes for a goal. Oh. Yeah, that kind nice. of Yeah, Miracle on grass? No Was between mate, these two teams there it is. Might I add Yeah, yeah. Guys It's um, good to see that Tom Gilbert is losing was, was that what you were picking up? Yeah I was, that was, I was putting down and Eventually you pick it up Go on you mate All clear um, Yeah no Geelong do win this I think their form is too good The Mick Duncan Lost does hurt Actually you know what Screw you I'm back in Brisbane Actually no I don't like Brisbane I forgot about that There it is Geelong And we're back Richmond St Kilda Um Three, two, one. Richmond, Richmond. okay, and uh, North Melbourne, uh, Gold Coast. Uh, the one forty-five Saturday afternoon blockbuster schedule it is timing clash. Uh, will clash with all of your Saturday bunnings trips. And this one's down at Tasmania, uh, Blundstone Arena. Supposedly gonna you know, be packed out packed uh,
1: with out, the yeah. thousands of I loyal, think it's loyal hun- North Melbourne I kangaroos supporters. <laughs>
0: I think they've got a Look li- oh, man Look how consistent your laugh is. Yeah, it's a, it's a producer's so. uh, wet dream. But anyway, uh, yeah, North Melbourne. Did North Melbourne win? Yeah, North Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. This. I'm yeah. backing in North Har on this North one. Melbourne win this and then Gold Coast fault. Yeah, Gogo's fold this week. Um, so, uh, following that'll be Collingwood Freo. Um this for week, the first time, I'm actually backing in Collingwood to be competitive here. Yeah. Actually, sorry, we It'll do lose go- to Goey, who's been in Brownlow form for the past two weeks only. Yeah. Moore is out for the rest of the season, obviously. Um Adams may come back, Grundy may come back. If those two come back, I back in Collingwood. Otherwise too close to call. Yeah, I'm going to say too close to call on this one. Very hard. Both teams, injury ravaged at the moment. Um, But, I mean, I think this is probably the game of the round. Um, The Saturday night light bonanza scenario. Yeah, this will Uh, definitely be 100,000. This will be 100,000. Yeah, Um, mark my words. Um, there'll be 25,000 back by the way in in the GM that's huge I I like like to hear that that's good I'm I'm definitely going to go watch some AFL football this weekend for sure um, Marvel Stadium the Blues uh, on the Sunday but back to this game I think this will be a really great contest between two clubs well Melbourne have taken Melbourne aren't in the form they were four weeks ago Um, they took an L against Adelaide under controversial circumstances they lost to Collingwood two weeks ago out of nowhere um, Randy Orton kind of situation there. Correct. Um, but now they come up against Essendon, who's been pretty informal, I would say. Um, so you know, gee, some supporters there. Essendon fans are usually pretty um indictable offence committing, but yeah. there's definitely. So I, I don't know. I think there's a lot to go over here, but I reckon. I I'm back in Melbourne, but I reckon it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a lot. Of I'm going to game back in maybe. Melbourne, but I also think it'll be a great game. I'd love yeah. to see what Drake Trunk can pull off. Um, Port Adelaide, Sydney, uh, the other Saturday night match. Um, Viewership is going to hurt on this one. Let's um, have a look. This has been played in Adelaide, isn't it? Yeah, I think Port Adelaide do win this game, but um, Sydney's a weird one. They're still in the act by the way. Because remember how they didn't lose for five or six rounds at the start of the season? That's crazy. But they're still in the eight. And I'm sorry, they haven't played quite, that well. They're like quite a cheater, Out of the last six to seven rounds, I swear they've only won two. This is a pretty big game, eh? So this is, for me, Sydney's... They it's started fifth, well. but place that six, But yeah. that, that, that lead on the comp has elapsed very quickly. It's been eradicated very quickly. Yeah. it You know, GWS within striking range now. So are Essendon. Essendon might have trouble getting over the line this weekend, but the other teams they're coming. So I'm Sydney. Really one does. more win would be very comfortable. Mm. It put the pressure on Port Adelaide as well. Um, so that, even though it won't be the game of the round, there's a lot more at stake at yeah. that, for that one. I think. Yeah, I, I think that Collingwood game. I don't think that's the game of the round, Tom. Um, I was referring to Essendon Melbourne game. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, um, then I agree. You with can you. go and locate yourself. <laughs> um, the Hawthorn Hawthorne uh, Sunday uh, game Two teams that I am so passionate for This is going to be This is yeah This is 110,000 actually 110 um, 110 Yeah they're just going to have people sitting on the roofs with the Seagulls Yep Barry and the crew I think Genovese will be fine here They should be yeah Yeah they should be fine They are Unless fine. there is something That goes badly wrong Which honestly They've, they've shown that that can happen like, like, Against clubs like North If Clark, kids Don't eat their food yeah. At the table the night before and he wakes up on the wrong side of the bed I don't know what could happen um, who knows who knows it's one of those clubs um, one of the new, the headlines for the preview for the Blues versus the Giants last week was literally what what type of game will these two teams play because they're just so unpredictable yeah correct I don't know what's going to emerge from this I'm tipping yeah G- GVS Wow, um, West Coast to Western Bulldogs at Optus. We all want the doggies to win this. Yeah, we do. But the question is whether they will. West Coast have found a way over the past three to four weeks. They beat a depleted Carlton. Mm. Sorry, they they a depleted West Coast and depleted themselves. What is go- what is what are you talking about? I'm trying to say that they were depleted. They beat the Carlton Football Club. They have so many injuries right now. now. but they're all coming back in Luke Shuey, Elliot Yo. They're all filing back in single file. Um, it's been like a bottleneck getting back into this team. There's only, they're all back here, but they're just single file, one at a time. Single file into the 1.5 meter distance. Wear your mask, thanks. Don't talk. He's <laughs> That's Luke Shuey for you. Um, and He's now, coming back um, and. He's been very misleading on Supercoach this season. It says his average is 128, but he's only played one game, so that's not fair. <laughs> um, but Thanks for that. I've almost made the trade like three or four times, Luke Chewy. Um, you deceptive little... Um, but I reckon the Dogs get this. Um, just. Yeah, just. They pipped at the post. Okay. Um, I reckon I, Dogs 15 points. Yeah. Um... Carlton Adelaide Crows. Um, this Andale.
1: is Andale,
0: yeah. the last. This is the last hurrah uh, for for David. Yeah, I think Adelaide win here. Yeah, same. I I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think Adelaide do win. Uh, the Carlton they all, all sorts to, be able to win. But you guys have 25k in Marvel. This is do or this is do or die. This is make. We or play break horribly. At here at for the Carlton we can't. We don't know how to play football at Marvel. We're you now to flavor ball anyway. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good one. Um Yeah. That's right. But it's look, a club with no hope at this point. <laughs> correct. Um look, all in all, it's good to have nine games back on the schedule. It's good to have the premiership quarter that's back right. on schedule. Uh we won't be taking any further hiatuses for the year. We've got some big guests coming up, um and latte enthusiasts among them. Plenty more to discuss. We can, Potentially. Are you ever going to stop with the self-promotion? No. Right. Um, there's plenty more to discuss, but as always, we'll let the footy do the talking. Join us next week on the Premiership Corner.